0: like it's like 90 gigs or something okay no sorry 512 (laughs) meg wait no (laughs) Well Played DLC podcast episode eleven, the official podcast of Well Played. I'm Zach, and I'm here with Karen, hey, Jordan, hola, and the other Zach. G'day. How are we all doing? Good,
1: good. It was, a, it was a bit warm for me today. It was like 21 degrees. I
0: hated it. Ugh. It was. Oh, it's pouring with rain here in in Melbourne. Yeah, we'll Four seasons, Melbourne. Yes. Sorry, so did you go to the beach today, Jordan? Work on your tan? Haha <laughs> no, why would I do that? No. Get that uh, summer body ready?
1: I've been trying to get it ready for the past 22 years.
0: <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> a weird childhood.
0: Maybe you should um, crack out. Crack out? Never mind. I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> he's cut that one out <laughs> um anyway so what have we all been playing jordan you go first you want me to go first yeah, okay you're the beach boy uh
1: well i finished my game of sib6 already uh, yes i played a oh, lot of it um i nuked everyone which is good I really, I really Pretty <laughs> standard. embraced uh, the fact that the game gave me Gandhi, so you know, nuked everyone, um, and then yeah, I put in probably another fifty hours in Warframe since the last podcast. How? How's that possible? Uh, it's, it's just so like I spend, I I stay up way too late playing Warframe, and then I regret it in the morning, and then you do it again. Yes. Hmm. Well, so what? Uh, what do you think of Civ Six? I mean it was exactly what I expected. I did the preview so I kind of knew what to expect from the game. Uh but it was, you know, it's Civ. I love Civ, so it was it was a good time
0: for for me. I don't think we I don't think we actually ended up reviewing it. Uh didn't as review it? Uh, I know he's got D's definitely got a code for it. Uh... I feel like as re- actually reviewed it he might I think have... he
2: did review the an expansion or something as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe he did the expansion, not the game. I can't remember. Uh, <clears throat> I know that there was just a couple of games that came all at the same time, and a couple of them never got um, finished. Naughty boy. Uh, no, we Karen, had a 6 review. What did What did he give it? Eight. He gave it an eight.
2: Yeah. Fucking standard. It. Fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, what are you been playing? uh i've been smashing out shadow of the tomb raider which is one of the games for my pledges and i'm about 90 percent through it i'm trying to make sure i complete like everything before i finish it do you like it uh yeah i love it i um love it i love it i really like really enjoyed tomb raider like the reboot and rise of the tomb raider so i've been meaning to play this one for the longest time I just never got around to it So this was a good excuse
1: Alright you... so would you Agree with the criticisms That KS gave it?
2: I actually meant to go back And read his review But I, um, I didn't And I can't remember What he said
1: I'll tell you He said it sucked Because it wasn't At 200 frames a second. Oh that's me <laughs> um, He gave it a
0: 7 Yeah I thought that was about About what he gave it And he goes the Final thoughts were Shadow of the Tomb Raider does nothing to innovate Or even iterate on Rise of the Tomb Raider I can't help but feel that the woman that helped shape the third person adventure genre, as we know it, deserves uh, sorry deserves a game that pushes the envelope a bit more. While it's fun, mechanically solid, and visually superb for the most part, an empty progression system and a weak and silly story that's more Kingdom, uh, sorry, yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull than Temple of Doom means this one this one sequel that this is one sequel that that's only
2: barely treading water. Yeah, sounds about right. It's, um, the thing about the progression system is 100% true, like, the, one of the things I really like about it is that they, they dialed down on the combat a little bit, like, there's only maybe a handful of encounters throughout the whole game, but then they also have this whole, like, combat skill tree that you can invest points in, and it kind of feels pointless, um, and the story is pretty dumb, like, yeah, but other than that, it's fun, like, I, I like the, the, the tombs are really cool, like, the puzzles and the traps and stuff so
0: would you uh do you rather the uncharted series or the new tomb raider series
2: uh for like pure like popcorn entertainment i'd say uncharted but as as like a a game i definitely prefer the tomb raider ones if you could hang out with either lara
0: croft or nathan drake who would you hang out with lara yeah lara yeah same I feel like I think I think for different reasons. I feel like <laughs> Drake would like you know, no, we'd, be, we'd be having beers and he'd be cracking jokes and then he would just crack my neck, and just, that would be it. Because that's the kind of bloke he is, funny like, funny one minute and then killing blokes the next. It's just giving you a massage. Well, oh, oh like is,
2: like break it. Okay,
0: sorry.
1: It, the, and the thing is though, if you did it with Nathan Drake, all right, because you don't have an American accent, you'd instantly become a villain.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Anyway. Uh, Zach, what have you been playing?
3: Uh, I've been smashing through Judgment over the last week or so. Um, I've been trying to get through my backlog of Ryu token games. And even though I got maybe a quarter of the way through uh, Kiwami 2, I was just like, no, nah, Judgment's out. I'm going to put all my time into this. Mm-hmm. And are you loving it? 100%. It's it takes everything that they've built over the last what decade or so of making Yakuza games and just sort of refining it with a like a fresh take with new styles of characters, I guess. Hmm. Like mm. the the lead character Yagami is just it's a breath of fresh air compared to playing as Kiryu from the last couple games i sure Kieran can back that up a bit with his playthrough of it.
2: He's such a bad boy.
0: Yeah. you say that in like a good way? Yeah. He's such a bad boy. He's such a bad boy. Like, he if he was in like a teen mag, you'd, you know, you'd totally pull out the pages and stick them up on your wall.
2: 100%.
1: <laughs> He's going to make his own teen mag with, uh, <laughs> with him in it.
0: Um, yeah, that's one series I've definitely wanted to uh, play. But I've got... Zero, and I may even have six. What's the one that they gave for free on PS Plus? That was Kiwami. I think okay, maybe I'll get that one as well then.
2: Yeah, so you got you, that. does a good start. You could go zero, and then Kiwami. You'd be playing them in order. Mm. Yeah,
0: I just don't think I'll ever get time. I think that's one series. That's, it's just like nah. it's not it's... with you
2: needing to not
0: with you needing to platinum elix. Well, I'm gonna not do that because I'm gonna finish all my games. <sighs> <I don't know. laughs> Yeah, well, it's like um, I'm I'm in the final chapter at the moment with it,
3: and I've clocked over just a bit over thirty hours. So,
0: if you if you had to rate Judgment, um, with the Yakuza games, would it be better than some of the Yakuza ones, or is Yakuza still better? Um, there's a f-
3: there's a few games that I would probably score it over, um, like the. The newest one that I finished before this was 6, and it's... I do like the games for different reasons, but I feel like Judgment just has a little bit more going for it in terms of... I do like the, the freshness of the combat styles compared to what we've had in some of the previous games, and the story as much as there's a... The Yakuza games are known for people just talking for like... 20 minutes straight with no breaks at all and this judgment is no different to that and there's a lot of plot dumping but Mm. it feels meaningful which i really appreciate
0: was
2: fist of the north star a yakuza game or a spin-off was a spin-off like the same yeah style of game yeah same team. almost like a almost like a reskin like but obviously in new environments and stuff which spin-off do you prefer? Judgment or fist? Uh, who are you talking to? Who Both are you directing that question to? Oh, I, haven't ch- oh, yeah. I haven't had
3: I haven't had a chance to play through Fist yet. I was so. gonna say,
2: yeah, Zach hasn't played Fist. Zach hasn't fisted yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I've gotta work my way up to that. <laughs> I actually I wanna will... go back and replay Fist of the Lost. I really like that game. So which one would you choose? Karen? I'd probably still go judgment. Okay. As a as a game. It's more solid. You're more solid. Thanks. Anyway, uh, you both have also
0: both being Zach and Kieran, You've also played Etherborn.
2: Yeah, which
0: yeah. came out this last week. When I yeah. nearly broke embargo on the uh, podcast, thinking it was actually <laughs> a Tuesday embargo, when it was actually a Thursday. Uh, what did have you played any more since Zach?
2: Uh, I
3: haven't had a chance to go back to it yet. I've gotten, I think it was, uh, two levels deep into
2: it. So you're almost finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um
3: I yeah, like enough. I I really appreciate like a good puzzle game and something that makes me think. But I I'm also dumb sometimes when I play these sort of games and I just run into a wall where I play the same level for half an hour and mm. I can't figure out what the hell I'm trying to do so I've given myself that break and hopefully when I go back I can push past that
4: yep
0: yeah there was a couple times on the when I was playing through that I was completely just rooted it was like 2am and I couldn't couldn't figure out where to go and I was like nah I'm just gonna do it in the morning Uh, Kieran what do you think about I know that you smashed through
2: it yeah I um yeah I really liked it short and sweet but that's good sometimes a little bit too Um... short
0: though wouldn't you say
2: yeah, like, in the way that, like, when it finished, I was like, oh, I kind of wish there was more, which is not necessarily a bad thing, because uh, obviously I was really enjoying it, and I the first thing I did was go straight back in and play the, like, remixed version, whatever it's called, Game Plus, and get the Platinum. And then I uninstall it. And then I uninstalled it.
0: <laughs> um, so Um We were talking just before the podcast about crowdfunding, and both you and I backed it. Mm. Do you remember how much we backed it for, so I think we had the same pledge in the end. It's like what thirty bucks?: Yeah, it was about thirty
2: bucks, I think. It was on fig, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. do you uh think that was a fair uh, for what you pledged that you got a uh, value for your money?
2: Um, yeah, like it's hard to really gauge like gauge it in terms of a pledge because it's also a donation, so yeah. I understand, kind of giving a little bit more than you're getting back because you it's you know, you're helping contribute to it. But um, like if you go on the PlayStation Store to buy it, it's like twenty seven bucks. I think that's probably a little, a little steep in asking price. What about twenty six? I reckon twenty is probably a fair price. Twenty, yeah, twenty would be
0: good, I think. But um, yeah, like it, it, it was a bit different. I think we, yeah, we said a bit about this last week, but a bit different for me because I'd already played through half the levels. So I guess yeah, yeah, from that the preview. yeah. So from that viewpoint, it's like oh, you know, I paid thirty bucks for two levels, and that's fine. Like I, I'm not it doesn't bother me too much. But um, from that, sounds uh, like it bothers you. <laughs> but if I, <laughs> but if I was like an actual, you know, like if I was just paying buying it at thirty bucks, I'd probably be a little bit disappointed at what was there. But like I said, what's what's there is actually good. So that's yeah. I was
3: like, the art anyway. style is awesome, <clears throat> and I the music was something that really got me as well. Just, like, yeah, for, you... for, a, for a small studio game, it was just, like, it was really it was nice really to good. have, like, a different yeah, they, experience they had, like that.
0: They had, a like, a proper full-blown composer come in, um, Gabriel uh, Garudo something like that. Um, did you download the soundtrack,
4: Kieran,
2: as part of your pledge? Uh... No, I haven't yet. It's fucking massive, um, man. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, it's like ninety gigs or something. Jesus. No, actually, no. Maybe I'm making that up. But I it's big. You're making that up. Yeah, I think I'm making that up. But yeah, it would need the to game be like a, a enormous. A no, th- <laughs> to be ninety gigs. No, I'm pretty sure it's massive,
2: because I downloaded they it. They just accidentally uploaded their music library from the, like the uh-uh. composer's computer. Yeah. Maybe they're hosting their own version of LimeWire. Look,
0: maybe like ninety gig might be a little bit. Etherborn's a front for
2: excessive music piracy.
0: I bet has gone in my friggin' spam folder again. I can never find it. Here we here we go. Fig rewards because because they're all like web web files. Hmm. So look here, it's just loading. Oh come on! Yeah, okay, no, sorry. 5, hundred and twelve meg. Wait, no.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
1: You know, I can see how you get 500 gig meg and 90 uh, gig mixed up. How do Those get,
0: where did I get 90 gig from?
2: I knew, I, I knew it was not You could work gig, for right? the NBN the way you overestimate the...
0: I was, I was milking it, but it turns out I milked it way too much. Are, are you trying to Anonymous. instill the Etherborn soundtrack tax? Yeah. But no, no. no. Good soundtrack. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, playing. Oh, me. My turn. My turn. What are you doing playing, Zach? What You're have you been stacked. playing? <laughs> um, I've been playing a fair bit, actually. Nothing uh, good. A lot, but just a little uh, bursts here and there. I've been trying to platinum Trooper Brook. Still, I got one trophy. I got one trophy left, and it's it's the record all the thirty five dictaphone entries. Ah. So and I got to the point where nervous? I was. No, I, I got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm gonna start looking through the walkthrough because. I'm kind of getting a little bit over playing it. Mm. And where I am in the game to where I am in the walkthrough, I'm gonna get thirty-four dictaphone entries. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so there's one somewhere throughout the game and I've gone back to where I can think of like in because you know how some parts of the game you can't actually go back to? Yeah. Yeah, so there's I must have missed one somewhere and a couple of different spots have multiple dictaphone um things so i must have missed one somewhere so i'm going to have to start it again at some point but yeah that's a bit of a bummer uh i've also been i started last night i I started a irony curtain um oh yeah which i was kind of pretty tired and wasn't really in the mood to use my brain much but i played the first little scene and the next part after that it sounds it looks pretty cool i swear Every time you say you
1: started a game, it's followed by, I was pretty tired, so I couldn't think. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Almost. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm keen to play more more of that. I definitely like the, um, the tone that it's sort of going for, I like the sort of comedy tone. Mm. Um, Metro, I've been playing a little bit more Metro. I'm nice. still in the same area that I was last week, which is in that that first uh, that first part where you.
1: Spoiler alert! There was a crane.
0: Yep, there's a crane. Uh, yep. And I've now I'm up to the mission or whatever where you have to go get the other. Uh, um, what's the part that goes on the train? The carriage. Uh, yeah. For those other two people. Yeah. So I'm. I'm oh, up, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up to yeah. that. He was. He was pretty tired. He couldn't really think.
2: <laughs> and I played a little bit more of Days Gone. And that's you fun. know what you know what you should do is just play one game and finish. <laughs> well, <it>. okay. <clears throat> there, there's actually a reason I have got such a
0: diverse mix going on. So when Anna stays over I have to keep the, like the volume down. So right, it basically can't.
2: Otherwise, really... your neighbors will hear you too.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't really involve like loud gun shooting noises, so that that's why I've been trying to play through like Truberbrook and stuff like that. Right, uh, and then I realized like I, I could actually plug in headphones in the bottom of my, my Xbox c- controller the other night, so I played sick a bit of Metro. Or well, I was like, oh, Seb's getting out the bloody um, adapter, you know, because it's in like one of the bags somewhere. But then I realised there's actually like a headphone jack in the bottom of it. Yep. Uh, and I've been playing a review game. Which mm-hmm. I, I love that about. game. And earlier tonight and a bit last week, I was playing Porsche Challenge. Again, best nice. game. What's your favourite Porsche in that game?
1: The blue one. The blue one. But you yeah. know, red goes faster,
0: right? No, it doesn't. They all. Who's play. the blue one? Blue one is Marco, the Italian. The mechanics.
1: It's been scientifically proven that red goes faster. You are lying. And if mine. you put hot, if you put flames on the car as well, it goes even faster.
0: The only, only like thing if that goes faster fire? is it is it takes my panties off faster if it's got red red and flames on it. <laughs> um, well, now everyone knows how to get to you. Yeah, just drive a Porsche with flames. A red Porsche with flames on it. Anyway. Cool. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, all right. So let's move on to the, I guess, the main discussion topic this week. We'll probably just t- talk more about news this week than anything sort of one particular big discussion point. But actually, one thing I do probably want to talk about first is Karen. You uh, released published an article today about what yeah. about um, people love it. What you believe the name of the next PlayStation console. Should be so. You just want to maybe talk about that for a few minutes, and maybe we'll get some thoughts on everyone here about what they think uh, Sony should name the next console.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, directing the attention away from the, the name part, which I guess was the I, the thing that sparked the idea originally, but not necessarily the core point. Um, I was I was thinking about what what Sony might potentially call a new PlayStation. And then i thought about you know obviously they can call it the playstation 5 and just continue that numbering um but i think one of the big things that they're going to want to do this generation is is kind of unify all their platforms similar to what uh other platform holders are doing and and sort of have a parity with with the ps4 and even like earlier generations so i figured why not just call it the playstation and just instead of branding Games on the shelf in the store is you know PS Four or PS Five, just brand them as PlayStation and have them play in whatever console you put them in, and yeah,
0: yeah. So I guess the idea is that if you have a like a, a PS oops a PS Five, um, so to speak, that if when you buy this PlayStation branded game, uh, by ha- having the PS Five, you can download higher resolution assets and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, pretty much like whether you put it into a PS4 or a PS5, it's still going to play, but obviously you just get a, a better experience of the newer console, which is pretty much what they're doing now with the Pro. And lots of games do that, where you put the disc in and it downloads, you know, high-res assets and stuff. So well, it makes nice. sense for them to just keep doing that so they're not locking out, you know, seven years worth of, you know, PlayStation 4 owners. Yeah, I guess that's sort of what Xbox is
0: doing with the um, enhanced X games. Or... Yeah, yeah, same deal there as well. All right, so who here would be happy uh, with it being called the PlayStation or Sony just this
1: is this is actually something that I very much agree with Kieran for and uh, mostly because someone who understands all the technical side of it. Um, a lot of the naming conventions, you know, all the sequential names for the consoles, there have been a, they've more or less been a result as the different leaps in technology that come with it and it kind Mm. of explains why backwards compatibility isn't always a thing, especially seen with that dumb cell architecture that the PlayStation (laughs) 3 had. Exactly. With the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, uh, they've both adopted architectures that are known as x86 architectures, and they're just uh, doing incremental upgrades on that. So the fact that, uh, you know... At the end of the day, they're more or less the same, just more powerful than the previous versions of the same architecture. It means that forwards compatibility and backwards compatibility is the easiest thing ever. And so adopting a platform name rather than a console name can make it much easier for the user because they know that they can buy any of the consoles available in within that platform uh,
2: and it'll work. Yeah, pretty much. That's hopefully the way it's going. Can you see Sony
0: doing this? Uh, Knowing some of the moves Sony does,
1: I can see them doing it, and I can also see them not doing it, because they pull some really weird things. They're not Nintendo-level of weird, but they do some funky stuff sometimes.
2: They're not afraid to lock people out of things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It does make sense, though, from, like, at a
3: at like a storefront level as well, just being like giving the customers the easiest way to walk into a store and go PlayStation. Okay, I don't have to worry about this not being compatible with something else. I know that everything that has a PlayStation logo on it is going to work with this console. Like giving yeah, that. that... And... There you go. I
2: was just I was going to say, and it's just like, it's a matter of like Jordan said, because the platforms are so similar as well it's like Sony's strong suit is going to be their software yeah. if the hardware's not that much of Like, it'll be a leap, but it, it's, it's still going to be essentially the same thing. And for a lot of people, that's not going to matter too much.
1: I think so like, the, uh, the, the weirdest point for that um, would be you, we've had some cases where games have stopped supporting older hardware, as we've seen with Destiny 1 after I think it was the Taken King. Um, it stopped supporting previous generation systems. Uh, and then mm. there was Final Fantasy XIV Online, so supporting the PS3 with a big engine upgrade. Um, yeah. And then I think even Fortnite is getting updated to support, or no longer support. I think DirectX nine compatible cards, which won't really affect consoles because that's DirectX eleven and DX twelve. But stuff like that can kind of make it a bit confusing, but for the most part, it shouldn't really be an issue.
0: But will not it be the it'll be the same as like PC games, a little bit you know, games that are compatible or software that's compatible with like, you know, Windows ten upwards or Yeah,
2: it'd be like it will be like the iPhone, like on the App Store you go to you go to download an app and like there's gonna be a point where your phone's just that little bit too old to use it. And that's like it's not, you know, one or two generations ahead, it's usually like three or four, so yeah. I don't think it'll be a big deal.
0: If they didn't go down this path and they did just go PS 5 PS4 and they did uh, do the cross play uh, sorry cross cross generation play do you think that how would they do you think that you would stock uh, PS5 and PS4 games or would they have like a little symbol on the box on the artwork being like PS4 compatible or
1: something I think like yeah
2: that? I think even if you didn't even if you name the console something else it's you could still keep the branding the same on the accessories and the software and stuff.
1: The only thing that I could see is, you know, with quote-unquote PlayStation 5 copies of a game, it comes with those really high-resolution and high-quality assets preloaded instead of having to update them uh, as you would with a normal PlayStation 4 kind of game. But outside of that, there would be no real need. If it's all just, you know, it all works, one size fits all, then, you know, it'd be kind of a waste to have two completely separate identities within the one platform platform.
3: Yeah, I would assume it would be a similar thing to what we have now with the PS4 Pro Enhanced, having that little box on the back that's showing the, the yeah, person that like wants a little script that
2: get. says also plays on PS4. Yeah, for a PS5 game. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, I do think that they'll just stick with what's worked so far and just go PS5. But I can definitely see that's pretty likely. Yeah. yeah see it working. All right, we'll go on to the next topic uh and earlier this week actually no because it's already early this week but uh on the weekend on Sunday just just gone uh the Australian uh, interactive games and entertainment association they released they is, released the findings from their latest research into the power and impact of video games in Australia and it was actually some 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 of it was surprising some of it not so surprising and there's yeah there's a heap heap of uh information in here about video games and how people play and how old people are that that uh play and was there anything here that you guys thought was uh super surprising
2: i think the the statistic for people aged over 65 that plays video games was pretty yeah, that was fun, it's like yeah. 42% of people aged 65 and over play video games which like I know a lot of like older like middle-aged and older people play like mobile games and stuff or like mm. you know those ds brain training games and stuff but like over 65 is pretty pretty impressive like for almost half do you think that um
0: when you read those stats and those words do you does it, it? Is it surprising because your brain goes, "Oh, they people over sixty five play PlayStation or whatever." You know, you you don't quite think about mobile games until you read the other stats that are here. Because that was my first thought when I saw that. I was like, "Was like, whoa, that's people over sixty five are playing like you know, COD or Fortnite or whatever." <laughs> and then yeah, you, you
2: read more into the stats, and there's you know, Nah, Well see the the difference is you didn't work in games retail when the Nintendo DS was out. Yeah. You mean the million
0: Nintendo DSs? Yeah. All right, so some of the key findings from the study was that uh, more than, or or two-thirds of Australians play video games. Uh, The average age of a video game player remained at 34 years of age, the same as uh, 2018's findings. uh, 53% of video game players are male, while 47% are female. That's actually slightly higher than what I thought. I thought it would probably be a 60-40 split. Um, but yeah, it's definitely getting close, closer to, uh, parody. Uh, 78% of players are aged over 18 years 40, yeah, 42% are aged over 60. Sorry that, that are aged over 65 play video games. Uh, 60% of people uh, say that video games promote student creativity, which is actually quite surprising given mm. the, um, stigma that's, I guess, for some of the kids at, at school playing video games, thanks to like 60 minutes or whatever. Uh, males <laughs> average 89 minutes of gaming per day, while females average 71 minutes. This one was a little bit surprising. The average daily consumption of video games has decreased from 89 minutes in 2018 to 81 minutes this year. Uh, and mobile phones are the most popular gaming platform at 70%, um, while 65% of people play on consoles. Um, yeah, and they like, that are some of the key ones. But looking at the uh, stats here, yeah, is there anything else
2: that uh, surprise you or anything do you think where it says that males average 89 minutes per day and females average 71 minutes do you think that the other 18 minutes for the females is a male telling them that they're playing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah mo- most definitely <laughs> I, um <clears throat>
0: is there um stats i had because i had a quick look for this the other day when I was writing this article Stats like that say that they uh, play Sorry, uh, watch like Twitch streams and stuff like that Yeah, cause they there's
3: the 66% read Or watch walkthrough shared by yeah. others Yeah
4: yeah. Well, so there's saw, there's uh, another yeah.
3: stat
1: that I have here uh, I actually just found it because I was scrolling through a Twitter While listening to something in, in here um, it's said 70% of players say games reduce their anxiety Which hmm. is something yeah, that I can actually good. vouch for cause, Yeah Yeah
4: Great. Actually,
0: yeah, there were quite a few um, cool stats like that. Um, yeah, so there's one. There's a little segment here called the power of living well, and yeah, so video games may seventy three percent say that uh, video games improve life satisfaction. Fifty eight percent say they manage pain, and eighty four percent say they promote general knowledge. That one's actually quite surprising. Mm. Uh, I mean, it, can you think of anything that you've learned from a video game and not like at school?
1: Uh, this is going to sound weird, but a lot of, uh, especially with games that have more complex themes in it, they just taught me to understand what I was feeling growing up. Because not having a whole lot of friends, because I wasn't exactly in the same demographic as them, uh, it, uh, it became a little difficult to understand a lot of what I was experiencing uh, growing up. And just being able to see characters that experience the same thing and identify with them really helped me
0: come to terms and understand what was happening.
4: Hmm. That's
0: dope. Cool. I like that. Um, yeah, just back on what I was the first question I asked. Yeah. See that read or watch walkthroughs. I did see that, but like to me that, that was just post videos on like YouTube and stuff. Like not just that, sorry, but like it was the whole thing grouped together. Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of wanted more like, not so much exclusively watch Twitch videos, but yeah, stuff like the Follow, you know, yeah, follow streams or whatever, you know, because I'll be like, oh, I'm stuck in Truger Book. I need this 35th dictaphone. That's, you know, watch that. We'll walk through. Um, watch eSports. So 41% of people watch eSports. Sorry, I, I should mention, actually, uh, that this study was um, the. Um, pool of people was 3228 people from 1210 households were surveyed uh do you guys watch esports i think jordan you watch a little bit of esports today
1: uh, uh not too much i generally watch i don't watch like the competitive shooter esports but stuff like rocket league because you just see these really whack things that they do in these totally bizarre games i watch because it's I thought good you were a fun. big
0: big fan of phase and big cod bros
1: oh yeah man yeah
0: biggest fan <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, what other cool stats do we have here? Actually, okay, yeah. The power of play. So, the five top reasons to play video games were to have fun, de stress, pass time, keep the mind active, and be challenged. Uh, if you guys had to pick one of those as your main reason to play, what what would it be? De stress.
1: Played it simple. I, I play a lot of games with de stress. Let's it... add a sixth reason
0: to play. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> No uh, I'd probably go Bit of um, The bottom two Keep mind active And be challenged Oh do you like to play Sekiro? No I like to play Truebook
2: Trying to find 35 Dictaphone entries
0: <laughs> You're obsessed with that mate
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I'd, um, I'd I'd say mine's like De-stress Or well, like You know Kind of escape from yeah The day to day I think it's the same thing.
3: Yeah, I think me at the moment it's like a mix between passing time and keeping the mind active. It's just like when I have free time I've just like instead of just twiddling my thumbs and doing nothing
2: I'm like, oh. Doing meth.
3: I can can actually (laughs) sit codes. Five hours and play through something that I've been putting off for all the other days when I come home from work and I'm going, nah I don't want to do
4: anything.
0: Yeah, because it says here that, that uh, the majority of younger people play to have fun, while the majority of older people play to keep the mind active. Well, <clears throat> well, let me just point
1: out something here. Like, these are awesome. Like, these categories are all awesome, but they're not exactly mutually exclusive either. They can all work with one another for
2: it hmm. to be just one entire reason to play a game.
0: You know, of course. I like
4: it. Yeah.
2: Like, I just read, it under under the power of education, I, I didn't see this one before, but 52% of people say their children use games for school. Those 52% of parents are being lied to. <laughs> I didn't say that. And I was, <laughs> like, I was like,
0: what would that even be? Like, well, the, it's for school. The the one education
3: one that really got me was the 60% of games promote student creativity. Because um, like I've done a bit of teaching myself, like, having um practicals where i go to schools and actually teach classes and stuff and it was something Mm. that definitely the generation of teachers coming in now are definitely more open to using different mediums to get students interested in getting into whether it's math or science or anything like that and yeah meth yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah i i find it really interesting getting students like, the, the default one that most people would probably think of is Minecraft when it comes to, um, there was a really cool uh, piece that someone put together where they essentially built a lot of historical pieces um, like architecture and students could go on a virtual tour of these different places. And su- having something like that where the students feel comfortable in a space and giving them the chance to interact with it in a different way and get them more engaged. I would have thought that that sixty percent might have been a little bit closer to maybe like seventy percent or something.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, <clears throat> just on what what you said, Karen, here that uh, so do you use games for work? Because apparently two out of three people use games for work training.
2: Yeah, that one's weird. Like what are people doing? Do people actually drive <clears throat> cars and hit soccer balls uh, around? Right, they're work, all getting ready to apply for well played.
0: Yeah. So when they um get the new Porsche, they just go, "All right, does it feel like Porsche Challenge? Like, does it handle like <laughs> hand to, does it handle like Porsche <laughs> does Challenge?
1: Does is it red and have does it have flames on
0: it? Yeah. Oh, mate, watch out. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's probably all. we'll Touch on on that. I don't think there's anything else. That all right. Twenty five percent of people say that they play with their partners online. Do you play with your partner? Is it?
2: Does that mean they play, like, together playing online or that they're in separate rooms with each other? Yeah, so... I, would, I, do, I, m- I do that. To me, that reads as if they play
0: in separate locations but together online. Or
2: separate locations, yeah. It's yeah. a good way to, like, keep connected to people. I like that. Yeah,
0: um, It'd be interesting because there's one here. It just says that 59% of people play with children in the same room. Um, I kind of wish that was a bit more... Like you know, not just related to children. You know, like because you know how often do because you and Georgie would play together in the same room, quite, a, quite a bit. Yeah. Why?
4: <laughs> what is that? You're the only laughter. That funny. <laughs> No, I just I was
2: like, oh, this could get taken anyway, and then I laughed at so Nobody I... except you. Um. Sorry. Yeah, we we, we do a bit of both. We sometimes like if it's if it's a game that has you know couch cop obviously. A lot of the time it works better that way, but sometimes we'll play in different rooms. So have we you play two played Overcooked well.
1: together or? Yeah. How good well, is they're it? still together, so maybe they have We're still...
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually... Overcooked Overcooked is is more stressful with two people than it is with any other number. Actually, no, four Four is more stressful. Three is a sweet spot.
1: Really? I think I've yeah. played it with... I thought three is a sweet spot. Three is ah. always
2: a sweet
0: spot. <clears throat> Well let's move on. <laughs> um in other news what other cool news happened this week. Shh, shut week? up here. <clears throat> uh so pears. Actually this is a not so much this topic in specifically, but this general topic is something that I'd be keen to hear your thoughts on. But so uh Pro Evolution Soccer has Uh, acquired the exclusive rights to the italian team uh juventus and if you don't know who they are they're the biggest italian uh football team Uh, i think they've won like the last thousand Serie A titles i think it's, it's like 10 or something they've won like 10 in a row um yeah so that means that fifa um won't be able to use the name Juventus or the kits or anything like that, they have to use a fake team name, and that name is I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this, it's like Piemonte Calcio. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting given that you know FIFA's the biggest soccer game, football game, sorry, uh, in the world, and you know, one of the biggest clubs in the world is going to be a fake. A fake name. The one good thing though is that the license that Pez has acquired. Uh, sorry, because of the way that uh, licenses for players work, it means that FIFA can actually use a player's likeness and stuff as well. So, because FIFA had a had a big contract with um, uh, Ronaldo, who plays for Juventus. So yeah, all the players will sort of look like themselves, and the and the names will be the same. It would just be that. Um, uh the stadium the kits and the logo and stuff like that and the name will all be different uh, I know that you guys are huge huge FIFA fans here but um what, what do you do think game th- I play what do you think about this uh, type of thing in general so uh certain games not being able to use the authentic team names and whatever because it's because the, the license has been acquired by uh, <clears throat> another game so let, let's say like a a racing game for example you know they can't use porsche or whatever because forza or gran turismo has got the license what do you what do you guys think of, of that practice
1: um i honestly at first i thought it was a really funny thing to come out but the more i look at it the more i look at it as kind of like an anti-consumer thing because. When you have competing games, yeah, it's good to have all these features that you can tout your game with, but you don't want to limit the choice of the player. And if there's someone who is a big fan of FIFA and is a an even bigger fan of Pez, they can't they can't have both of those things in one. They can either choose to have FIFA or they can choose to play Juventus in Pez, which they may not enjoy as much because it's not FIFA
0: yeah so the and this is where it gets a little bit uh, if you've known a little bit about this sort this arrangement or whatever but pez in the past has had um other similar deals but it's never prohibited fifa from using those teams and the good thing about pez is that through the pez community they actually basically make a manual uh, install of a patch with all the proper names and kits and stuff like that so like a mod i guess Whereas FIFA doesn't have that, doesn't have that option. So at least if you if you buy PES, you can you you know you might have to have to wait a couple of weeks or whatever for the community to um to do it. But yeah, I I had uh, Pairs nineteen, and you know they don't have like all the Premier League teams and stuff like that. So, you know, so you have to in- install this patch. And at, at least PES uh, players have that option. But yeah, here it's just nothing. You're just gonna be. Picante or whoever they are, Monte. Um, Does anybody else have any other thoughts on this sort of license agreement?
2: I feel like, like, I I don't follow football or anything, but I feel like more so than, you know, the example of, like, racing cars and, and, and car manufacturers and stuff, something like when it's a sport, like, you get, like, a, a lot of fans will be, you know, obviously fully devoted to a team. And so they obviously know that that's going to be a big draw. Like the the decision to buy either FIFA or PES is going to hinge on that one thing for a lot of people. So it is a little bit, kind of feels a little bit anti-consumer to be like, well, this is the game that you have to buy then.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I, I actually think both games should have access to all the licenses. I, that's one thing I don't like it's, about the EA yeah owning all the sports licenses, there's no real competition for them. Apart from, I think, there's, what, NBA? uh yeah. NBA Live and NBA 2K, but, like, there's no other Madden game or NHL. Or it it's...
2: speaks to, like, the, the sports industry in general, though. There's a lot of money being thrown around yeah. for a lot of stuff like that, not just in games. Because, I mean, hypothetically, could you see
0: this type of uh, arrangement sort of go into other games? So, let's say, in COD, like, you know, you can't use... A particular gun because that gun manufacturer has signed an exclusive license with Battlefield or something. Uh, I mean,
2: probably maybe?
0: not. I mean, pro- probably, probably not. not but, yeah. I see. I see where you're getting at.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't think it's out of out of the realms of, of possibility. But again, like, no, you're not going to get people buying one game over another like because of a gun or. True. Like a character or and whatever.
1: Usually, with stuff like that, with the guns in particular, it's normally they just—they don't have the naming rights for them. They use the exact mm. same model and they just change the name. Uh, the division is a classic case of that, where you have all these guns that you you know you know because they're pretty standard, but they're named a little differently so they don't violate anything.
0: I don't think I'd even know the name to like more than like three guns. I don't reckon, like proper names.
1: Your arms don't count
0: damn no i don't i, I, I don't know <laughs> goodbye um <laughs> all right so in other news we'll move on uh, so ubisoft uh unveiled the full list of games coming to UPlay play or UPlay play plus sorry uh, which is their streaming service they announced at e3 uh there's no, no... not
1: streaming it's uh I think it's no, just a subscription f- It's a subscription yeah, service. sorry.
0: I knew what I meant, but I said the wrong word. It's basically um,
1: play's version of Game Pass.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, so that, that's coming to PC and Stadia on uh, September 3rd for PC. I'm not sure when it's coming. Stadia, uh, you can get a free trial. Is anyone here going to be interested in this? I might give it a go, maybe for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but that would more or less be about it so the price apparently uh equates to 24 dollars australian because um, there's been no australian pricing announced i don't believe but the european price is uh 14, uh, 14. euros a month but as we are i think pretty we really pretty extensive yeah and i mean you get like there's like a lot of games here uh but but they're uh, all ubisoft games yeah and, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that, as we so
1: it means problem. that they're all the same And we talked about uh,
0: this after the E3 discussion about how it's just, it's another subscription service that we got to pay for. Um, Yeah. You know, eventually this is, the whole world's just going to be, my life will be a
2: subscription service. (laughs) And what happens, like, I don't mind the idea of a subscription model. and I don't mind having to have, like, a couple of different things, but, like, When you get like Ubisoft are doing their own thing and that's, you know, it's all their games, it means that there's no Ubisoft games on like Game Pass. So it's like, you know, you pay 20 bucks a month for one and then if there's a game you want that's not the right publisher, you've got to go get their thing as well. So it it becomes too much just to get like not much back. Is is that
0: is that a thing? Are games not on Game Pass, or are they being? I can,
2: removed. I feel like it would be. I I, I <laughs> maybe yeah, not I'm, right I'm now. I'm with
1: Kieran here because we see it with uh, like TV shows and everything. How a lot of Disney stuff is getting pulled from Netflix as they line up for Disney Plus. Is that what it's called, or whatever it is? Yeah, um, Disney streaming service. And then eventually, all the Disney and Marvel stuff will get pulled from Stan as Disney launches. Yeah, their own
2: streaming so I guess, platform.
0: Yeah, what? So you would need a
2: thing for ubi ea so i can ea you got well i mean C-I-Gas. playstation have one that's not here in australia but they have one
1: yeah isn't that all, I, I don't isn't that one
2: streaming huh isn't ps now streaming no they have a you can download stuff now as well oh okay yeah
0: but the stadia aspect of it is will be streaming
1: Checked. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. There's no yeah, way so around that. Yeah. Well, yeah. State
2: is different again though because you still buy the game. Yeah. You just don't physically run it. So that's
0: where I got confused at the start. Um, I think I asked if anyone's going to get on that and you guys weren't really, really keen apart from Jordan for Ghost Recon. PC, so I don't care. <clears throat> oh yeah, PC, Haley. That's also weird. I wonder if there's... Why wouldn't they bring it to consoles? Uh, they announced uh, a little after they
1: talked about this that PC is their most profitable platform so that would probably be why right surprisingly actually i wasn't expecting to but see that that PC doesn't tell was... me why that doesn't tell me why it's not coming to consoles though well they're it, focusing it a... on PC because that's where most of their money is coming from
2: it's probably a cost thing and maybe it is to do with them having their games on the other services mm. Maybe and it's cheaper it for also, them to just write on gameplay. It also could yeah like like
1: Kieran said with the cost thing because on PC they don't have to pay licensing costs or anything,
0: but on consoles they do. Mm or maybe people they make more money from people buying games on consoles. Rather than Probably. Dunno. Anyway. Mm. Uh, other news Jordan, you want to talk about your favourite
1: game of all time warframe yes uh last last week we had a little bit of a discussion about warframe because of ten o'con uh, i want to explain what Tenocon is that's what the last episode was for um maybe but, just give us a refresh okay well ten is BlizzCon no, for warframe and <laughs> blizzcon is ten o'con <laughs> from <for> blizzard <laughs> um but no so uh one of their biggest uh, reveals in TennoCon was the Empyrean update which added all like which is adding all the spaceship combat and connecting all the worlds you know and connecting different fire teams together so people that are playing in all different areas can interact with one another in a meaningful way um, and they've just been discussing after TennoCon uh, that uh, with this Imperium update that is coming out that Uh, Warframe is getting really close to achieving its original vision from 15 years ago, which is when they originally started making Warframe, back when it was called Dark Sector as a placeholder name. And so it's really cool to see that an indie developer who got told to fuck off by the AAA industry is proving the entire industry wrong and is pretty much putting the middle finger up to the entire industry. Um... But yeah, it's really cool to see, and it won't surprise me if we see uh, bigger devs, as we've seen with Bungie, uh, break off to go independent after seeing the success that Digital Extremes has had with Warframe and the, just the amount of rapport that they have. It's insane to see how successful Digital Extremes are, especially when you look at how they've had this amount of success and they still continue to treat their fan base and player base with the utmost respect uh, it, I was just sh- I'm shocked to see that they just continue to maintain that level of respect with everyone, it's awesome
4: nice,
0: well I'm glad you're pleased that makes my day uh, in other news, Remedy <clears throat> uh, Remedy's Sam Lake says, says that he wants to still make Alan Wake 2. Uh, this was on discussion with IGN um, and Sam Lakers said that he still wants to make a proper Alan Wake 2. Uh, he queers, uh, he's quoted here, I want to make it. It's a curious thing. Oh, wait, no, here. Yeah. And then at this point, uh, so much time has passed. I feel that the buy is high in some ways. It needs to be done right if, if it's ever done. Everything needs to click into place, which is really hard to make it happen. So many things for these big games to be greenlit they need to be aligned, but I'm hoping that someday dot dot dot. Who would love a Alan Wake two? I think we we might have already said
2: this, but I'd play an Alan Wake two. I think there's like a lot of I think there's a lot of like things that like progress that the industry has made and the mm. genre has made since the original games that would slot right in.
1: Yeah, I Question. actually haven't played Alan Wake the original, uh. but. But, I would love to see a sequel, even even if I'm not going to play it, just for all the people that loved it, because the way that people talk about it really shows how much of an impact and how much more successful it should have been, and so it'd be yeah. awesome for those people yeah. to see a sequel done, done justice, of course. Yeah. Have you played it, Zach?
3: No, I haven't. I remember watching one of my friends in high school play through it, and he talked about it nonstop and... Like, just seeing the gameplay and stuff like that, it was so different to anything else I'd seen at mm. the time. And the especially, like, the horror aspects of that game were really cool and, like, just really offsetting. And, like, like that's something that's definitely stayed with me. So it's like, I would definitely like to see a, a modern game engine version of this sort of thing, because so I think they could do a lot with it.
0: Kieran, do you reckon... Hmm. That Alan Wake would be one of the bigger cult hits of. Well, yeah, just like one of the biggest cult hit games.
2: But behind Troll and I, of course. <laughs> of course, I th- I think so. Yeah, I think that game kind of came out in a period where we had a lot of those, though. Like last gen, there's a lot of kind of underground. Really cult status games like that and um, the think, darkness I think would have been around the same ooh, time.
0: I, I reckon Alan has got a bigger following than than. Oh, the all right. Well, since I did since you say would say that, so. Yeah.
2: Since you say you know there are a lot
1: of the cult games from back then. Do you think that a lot of the reason there are such cult games is because we was spoiled for choice at the time, so it was harder to focus on one release and so people just kind of dispersed amongst. Um, I think yeah. It was like a double.
2: There was like a double-A, triple-A boom at that point in time before the indie market took over. There was just like tons of, of games, of stuff coming out every other day.
0: I reckon we're spot for choice now, though. Like, I don't think anything's like sort of changed. Like, it feels like there's this, there's more to play
2: now. There's definitely more. It's um, different markets.
1: There's definitely more, but especially with the climate of the industry now, it
0: kind of feels a bit more homogenized. If they if they'd made Alan Wake 2... Do you think it would be a double A or a triple A? It'd be triple A. Yeah,
3: I think some someone big would pick it up and help be like, give
1: it the be sort like, of... Take
2: Two or someone like that. Mm-hmm.
1: If there was an Alan Wake Two and it, like if there was an Alan Wake Two, guaranteed it'll become an Epic Store exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: isn't there is control Epic Store?
2: Yes. Okay, well there you go. Maybe Telltale would make an episodic game out of it.
0: Maybe. Oh, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, last week as well, we also got... We were all teased uh, with the new little trailer for The Witcher TV show. Mm. Who watched that? Yeah, I, I did. Also did. Jordan? No. I knew you were going to say no. <laughs> why? I just... Aren't you, you know... a big Witcher... I, I
1: I love The Witcher, but I'm one of those people that I try to go into a series as blind as possible, and so you know, I, it, it's okay. a way to not. It doesn't give away that much. Well, that and it's a you also trial. it tempers <laughs> my expectations at the same time, because I'm a classic person of True. watching this pre material and getting really excited for something anthem and um getting disappointed by it. So well,
2: it's fine because if you watch it, you won't get excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>.
0: <laughs> uh That's good. I like that.
2: Uh yeah, so Jordan, Kieran, whoever you are, uh you didn't um you didn't write it. Nah, like it's hard I mean it's hard to say because it doesn't give away like a lot of the story beats and stuff. It's just kind of like a little montage of you know, here's all the characters and how they look and, you know, kind of the tone and stuff, which is you know, you can't really glean too much from that. But mm. all right, I have... from what I have seen, it the characters look you... like the Costuming is a bit shit. All right, is
1: I it- I have a question for you all, because we're we're looking at The Witcher, and a lot of what I've seen of it—not that I've seen the actual trailer, but I, you know, I've seen snippets and like screenshots. Um, a lot of the visuals for the TV shows, uh, they they're definitely influenced by the game because the The Witcher series in games—they've kind of standardized how the Witcher world looks. So Mm. is it better if the game standardizes the look or if it's uh, like a movie or TV franchise um, standardizes how it looks? Because if you look at something like the Avengers game where they've gone for the MCU kind of art style, because they can't get those models correct, it looks really cheap. So I'm just wondering which you guys would think is better. If the game standardizes it and then it's appropriated into film of some some kind or if, you know that the film standardize it and then appropriate it into a game
0: i mean for me i'd say whatever comes first i guess like whatever it's more known as
2: i yeah I'd, I'd prefer that they st- stood al- like both stood alone and just played mm. to whatever strengths the medium has but to,
0: but with uh, just on what you said jordan the from what i've heard and read the TV show is based on the books and not the game yeah the writing is
1: the the writing is based on the books but the look of the witcher and the yeah. world is based off of the game because
2: visually is it was always going to end up looking a bit like the game yeah. because that's like the one big reference that they have you know sort of on the table straight away but we, uh, how do I phrase this question but the books aren't visual
0: if that makes sense yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 so it's still an interpretation
3: of whatever the author originally intended, and it's it's up to the showrunners to take what they can yeah. from that sort of thing and yeah, make what they see what their their vision for the actual show is going to be.
0: There were two things that I remember reading about or uh, hearing. One of them. Uh, was that people were getting upset because Henry doesn't have two swords, like he does in the game. Uh, well, this is another thing. So the uh,
1: Geralt, not the Witcher, Geralt doesn't carry both his swords in the books. Yes, I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So people it's, that are getting see, the... really
1: upset about that obviously haven't read the books.
0: No, yeah. So the reason why he does, uh, and you guys know why he t- does it in the game, right? Hmm. Yeah, so in, in the games, uh, he carries the two swords. It was more of a, um, uh, what you got like a quality of life thing. So instead of yeah, because going to, back to get a different yeah, sword, well, every yeah, that, time that, would that's so. because if they yeah. kept it on Roach, when you'd approach him, you don't know where Roach would go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's one of the things that apparently people who obviously because I, I would you say that the games are more popular? I think we had I think I asked this before. The games, the games are more the, the games more, are, more known than than the books. Definitely, which are yeah yeah. yeah. Especially yeah.
2: the third, the third yeah. game. yes yeah. Because so, that's the other thing is like the, the series isn't like a lot of people's experience with The Witcher as a franchise is like one game out of three as well. Yeah. So it's not even mm. like, not just the books. It's like, you know, two thirds of the game, like the game franchise as well that they haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's, I mean, that explains why so many, so many people were getting upset that he, that he didn't carry two swords because they, you know, they weren't aware. Like I, I actually didn't even know that, um, that was put in for the game I only found that out when uh, What I was what I was reading was uh, Talking about it uh, And the mm. other thing And this is just a question You guys might know the answer But didn't the author Did he get butthurt again re- recently? about Probably, I Probably. Feel he's, like he's, he's always I, butthurt I feel perhaps. like there's an <laughs> article Like every
1: three or four months That he's butthurt <laughs> about something Because he was an idiot with the franchise He hasn't got one sword up there He's got two
0: <laughs> <laughs> And a roach. <laughs> Has anyone ever <laughs> read any of the books? Uh, I read
1: some. I've of read,
2: them. yeah. Are they good? I've read a couple of them. Like they're all kind of like full of their own standalone stories and stuff. It's not like mm. a continuous narrative or anything really.
4: Okay. It's so like yeah, a
2: world.
0: It's like so. Yeah, one series I've kind of been maybe wanting to read, but just you know, not yeah. until makes, you like, after platinum. I'm, not until after you platinum elix. Okay. Fuck. I hope there's a book version of like a, like someone's turned this. Um, like a novel, of of Alex.
2: I can't or... wait till I can platinum books. <laughs> well, you
0: actually, like, I wonder if, wonder if that...
2: congratulations. You read every page and you understood them.
0: That could be on Kindles, mate. You could maybe yeah
2: code to Amazon. Well, I mean, on it. Xbox, you could get achievements for watching Netflix. So can
0: you really exactly yeah
2: yeah you can get achievements for doing everything on Xbox now. It's the only way they can get
3: people to stay on Xbox. Fuck oh, I didn't <laughs> even know that. <laughs> yeah,
0: um. What other news do we have here? Oh, uh Zach, don't talk about the Kojima's. I forgot what that conference is. San Diego
3: Comic Con. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, Kojima
3: had his own panel. Uh, this past weekend at uh Comic Con, and yeah, just talked to a whole bunch of stuff about. Death Stranding, and sort of even like the industry in general. Um, yeah, it was it was a panel with uh, him and his good old buddy Jeff Keeley um, as the moderator, and old
2: mate Nicholas, and Who's good Nicholas? old mate Nicholas, Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah, the
3: t- probably most well known for directing uh, Drive, uh, hmm. a very very beautiful film. Nicholas himself, very interesting character, um, had where is it here? He they had they were talking about like threesomes and stuff. Um what? when it comes to So a a quote from Oh yeah, I read that bit. A, a quote from Nicholas was it's interesting because I don't speak Japanese and the Deo doesn't speak English. There's always a person in between. It's like a threesome. The person in between doesn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So, that no.
1: just reminds me of when I interviewed uh, Katsuhiro Harada for Second Six, not like oh, a Second Seven, where it was the, uh, the the translator. The you know, translator,
0: yeah. I went. I actually watched that semi recently. Why? I oh, know. I just, just did. <laughs> I did I, I watch all of it. I was just scrolling through our, our YouTube fan, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that that time. And didn't the guy have glasses on?
1: Uh I can't remember. like sunglasses? No, no, I don't I was going to say no, a lot no, of people no, 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 wear Harada had sunglasses on a pretty much.
0: Yeah, sorry, like I meant like the like the the main dude, not the guy. Classic classic Japanese game director. <laughs> I know, right? Sunny's <laughs> on indoors. Um cool, was there any good info about death stranding or that come from that panel?
3: Um well, there was they were talking about Nicholas's uh character and sort of Heartman. Heartman and sort of how he's um how he works. So Hideo uh, said, Nicholas wanted me to create a character that stands out more than Mads. Referring to Mads Mickelson. Um, hmm. his character has died and he wants to look for his family on the other side for three minutes and resurfaces. Yeah. Resurfaces. Um so I do remember hearing something about the fact that like a character dies every 20 minutes
2: or so it's 21 yeah his character dies every 21 minutes yeah. I think.
3: and then he spends three minutes uh in the other world before he comes back to the the real world so it's sort of sounds fucked yeah it's
0: it's there's a whole lot going on that's a lot of work karen's gonna give it 10 I, I bet yeah 11 21 um also actually this is something that i read uh, today or yesterday uh, but it was actually revealed during this panel I didn't realise it was I mustn't have read it too hard but um, <clears throat> apparently Keanu Reeves was almost cast in the um, in the game
2: yeah yeah. but Hideo was like no I want Mads yeah
0: yeah apparently it was so,
2: brought
3: up at a meeting being like do do you want Keanu Reeves and he's just like nah I want
0: Mads Michael's Kojima son.
2: literally literally the only person in the world who would turn down Keanu Reeves pretty much not breathtaking but, enough for him but
0: I can, um, Big Mads is probably better suited to the, to the, like, from what I've role. seen in that, um, you know, in those, uh, trailers and stuff, I'd say Mads probably looks like he's the better, better cast. Yeah. It looks like he suits it perfectly. Hmm. And Mads is pretty cool. I'm not I'm yeah. a bit of a fan. Um... Other news. I think that's almost. Oh, uh, there's another page here. Uh, so Kieran, did you maybe talk about this one. Nintendo Switch.
2: Oh yeah, the Joy-Cons. Nintendo Switch. People are people are unhappy. Um, there's been a a class action lawsuit level against Nintendo over Joy Cons exhibiting uh, drifting issues, mm. which I think Zach will agree. We've actually probably seen fairly regularly yeah it's probably from a retail's perspective probably
3: the most common defect with a nintendo switch console
2: um so for yeah just for context uh like the the drifting issue is basically you'll be playing a game and uh your character will just start walking it off in a in a random direction that you're not pressing on the on the analog stick um so yeah a lot of people are having that issue um and the law firm of Chimical Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith, which is CSK&D for short, uh, really rolls off the tongue. They're wow. filing a class action lawsuit uh, against Nintendo, basically saying, like, you guys were aware of this. A lot of people have brought it up. A lot of people have had this issue, so you obviously know about it, but you're not telling anyone ahead of time that it is an issue. Um, so they want Nintendo to, I guess, either uh, fix it or better their replacement service or better advertise that there is issues Mm. um and nintendo responded with a pretty like standard response of hey we're always you know continually improving our products and if someone's having an issue they can go to nintendo support which um yeah a lot of people are taking issue with because a lot of people have had them fixed only for them to do the same thing like a month or two months out and people that have had their Switch for more than a year. I mean, it depends on the country and the laws and stuff, but a lot of people are you know, paying for these repairs and still not having the issue fixed, so it seems pretty pretty egregious.
0: Yeah. Have um, Has that happened to any of your own joy happened to
1: mine. Uh, when I was in Melbourne for PAX last year, uh, I had my Switch with me, and I was trying to play Monster Hunter, and I couldn't because the camera kept panning straight to the floor, and it was the
2: worst. <laughs> That's the one. Um, I think, uh, I think our mate Edward might've had an issue with one of his, actually. I think that I, um, we, we had to send those back to Nintendo.
4: Hmm.
0: So do you guys, so if it's within the, uh, the 12
2: months, do you guys just swap them over or do you guys have to send them off? I think like without speaking to any particular retailer, um, generally like the protocol is to send that stuff back to Nintendo unless it's within like a DOA period. Mm. But yeah, that's different for like. Different retailers, different products, different manufacturers, all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things. But uh, I think if you're um, out of warranty or whatever, you can you can still send them back to Nintendo and pay for a repair as well. But in the case of Joy-Cons, it's probably not that economical to do it that way. Yeah, I almost how are, did that and I just ended up replacing they? them. Well, they're like 120 bucks for a pair. Yeah. And a, a, like shipping in repair costs for like a single one probably wouldn't make much sense mm.
0: yeah
2: fair enough yeah so, so what I'm saying
0: is don't buy a switch
2: don't buy <laughs> yeah, buy a switch light where they're attached and you have to replace the entire thing if one of them fucks up Oh, wow, I, yeah, I, can't,
0: I can't wait for that <laughs> that's going to be great what do you uh,
2: what do you think will happen with this lawsuit uh, uh, I don't know sure it's been like precedent for lawsuits like this to actually result in something mm. like that time that PlayStation had to pay everyone money a few years ago in the U S at least. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it seems like legitimately widespread and like I said, egregious on, on the consumer side of things, like looking at how many people have had problems and how many people have had the same problem multiple times. So unless, yeah, I, I probably i think there'll be a result of some kind
4: nice
0: all right we might uh just move into some off-topic discussion Uh, if anyone's got anything that they've watched heard bought whatever no. Good talk nah. <laughs> I mean, I, all
1: very I. actually just started watching Veronica Mars Because I was very little when that was on And the new season has just I never started never watched Veronica Mars No, I haven't Remember, I'm a little boy um, No, I was like, saying I haven't either ah, Oh, okay, sorry I wasn't listening Um, <laughs> But yeah, I've been wanting to watch it for a while And the new season just started on Stan Or it's starting this month And I figured Ooh. now's as good a time as any to start it And I am hooked It is very good
0: nice are you Are you through, oh, you're starting from
1: season one no i'm doing the last episode of the last season before the new one of course yes would
4: <laughs> <sighs>
0: can't ask a question anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh zach have you seen broken mars
3: i have not it's one of those series that i only heard of when everyone was freaking out that they were bringing it back for that movie or whatever the hell it was that they did mm. that was um, kickst-
0: uh, that was crowdfunded yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah Kieran back Back to that yeah I, no <laughs> <laughs> I told you everything I've backed has been a game except for one cat toy
1: yeah a copy of Veronica Mars the movie should be or a cat toy?
2: toy you both made jokes at the same time <laughs> Mom, I'm gonna God. assume neither of them were funny yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So rude. Um, all right, no one's watching anything on Netflix.
2: I don't think anything's come out, of they? I I watched like fifty comedy specials on Netflix while I was in the US and couldn't sleep in my hotel room because of jet lag. Were they any good? But I don't remember any of them.
1: <laughs> I guess that answers Fucking my question.
0: <laughs> um, how was the US? Uh,
2: yeah, it was alright. What's I, what's um,
0: what's your favorite part about the U.S. or to Los Angeles, apart from why you're going there? Uh,
2: post mex Dr Pepper.
3: I, I thought you were just gonna say in and
0: out burger, and yeah, well, that's thought, the yeah.
2: the two go hand in hand. What burger but did you get? The double, mate. Always so double, it was what? in oh. and out double double. It's just like standard burger but with double <laughs> 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 so they, but uh, really free, no free yeah.
0: refills on the burger uh, yeah free refills oh, I, knew, I knew you were going to say that Jordan <laughs> I, could, I could just sense Come it on, Jordan How nice. yeah
2: free refills mate it's good
0: yeah. do they should do that here anywhere? I, I felt like they did it not at anymore Hungry Jack they used to it. do it Hungry at Jack's. HG's.
1: yeah uh, my local Hungry Jack still does free refills so really? yeah
0: is I that going to get it over there. Or is that if you eat in, yeah? Well, of course, if you fucking take away, you went back here. No, I'm,
2: I'm going to drink my Coke and car. then go all the way
1: back to my, my local hungry tax to
2: refill it. That was a dumb question. I don't know why I, don't, I, don't know why I asked that. <laughs> Uber Eats, you send the guy back in his car.
0: <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, okay. What's your favorite fast food joint? This is a question for all of you.
2: Everyone, anywhere? Hmm. Oh. I a few years ago, I would have said KFC, but they've kind of dropped the ball.
1: Hmm. See, it's funny you say that, because I used to think most of the KFCs around me, around me were average, but the one that opened up near me like a year or so ago is surprisingly above average.
2: Well they're they're new. They'll yeah they'll decline eventually. Probably probably. Mm.
1: I I'll hopefully be long gone by then. Maybe move around because to another of, like, new KFC. Oh,
2: I thought you meant I thought you meant like after cardiac arrest. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I thought at first. I was like, gee, that's fucking getting a bit grim, isn't it?
0: <laughs> um, I'd probably say KFC purely because I love their chicken nuggets. And I'm not really a burger guy, so.
2: Yeah.
0: That's
1: Actually, I'd say KFC purely because my local KFC when I get the uh, the zinger stacker, they absolutely massacre it with that zinger sauce, and it's the best. Oh, nice, love it. Zach, yours. Uh,
3: see, growing up, country Sushi New South chan? Wales, it would have been chicken a, treat. No, nah, it was the fucking HJs back there. That was Ugh. that was always good, but since moving to Melbourne, um, having my w- eyes widened to the array of foods that actually exist in the world. Um, I don't know if you'd call it fast food, but the uh, schnitz is my, oh, yeah. my yeah, go-to. schnitz
2: is good. I've never it's had fast schnitz, food.
3: but I, but I want to have it. Like it's, they Just go to
2: Melbourne Central and have schnitz with mm. me one day.
0: Okay, I will.
3: They, have, <laughs> they got good chippies, and the, the chicken's always cooked fresh, so you, you always know that it's going to be at least okay. It's not something nice. that's been sitting in a friggin' ref refryer and a underneath a baker for the last two hours.
1: See, that's how you know the chicken's good,
0: because <laughs> it can it can last that <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's chicken with steam it, power. It's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's nice. Damn, I always well, yeah. There's one in like near where I work normally in Richmond, but it's fucking like ages away, so I've never. Oh. Like there's been a couple times where I've been like, yeah, I'll I'll drive down and get it, but then just got in a kebab instead.
2: Honestly, the the best fast food I've ever had is a place that used to be in WA that they got bought out by Chicken Treat called Chooks. I don't know if they had it anywhere else.
4: Hmm. Oh, well, but
2: if,
1: it was like if we're doing ones that we've had before. There's this place in uh, when I was in Chile, uh, I forgot what it was called, but they serve what's called completos, which is like. Literally, it means complete, but it's a hot dog. Um, but they put all this like, extra stuff on it, and it was just the best. It was oh, so good. I want to go back to Chile just for it.
4: Mm. Not, a,
0: not a big fan of hot dogs. What, about, that what about
3: Korean hot dogs? That's some good shit. I've never had a Korean hot dog, oh. I don't think. I'm Come to sure Melbourne what Central
2: what... have a Korean hot dog with me. <laughs> <laughs> Every,
3: everything's a milk Central, mate is,
4: is, You'll open your ass
3: uh, uh, I'll open my uh, what? Open my what? Well, you can open up your eyes You can open up oh, your mouth
4: eyes. Put your food I thought, in I the I don't know,
1: off. you open your ass <laughs> yeah, you what what you <laughs> I mean, however you you want to <laughs> enjoy life just Well, that's how hot, hot dogs way. kind of the right
4: <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah well, that's how
0: I eat, eat my, like, the hot dogs Maybe that's why <laughs> That's why you don't like them Yeah <laughs> Oh God! Um, cool! anybody else got any other cool news?
3: Um, there's a YouTube channel that I've been watching for a while, but they've been doing some cool stuff recently uh guys called corridor Digital oh yeah, um visual effects artists that do a lot of sort of like viral video stuff um, but they have a second channel where they go behind the scenes with a lot of their stuff um they had a really cool video about two weeks ago where. Um, I'm sure you've seen the like Boston Dynamics videos of like yeah. the robots opening up doors and like robot dogs getting kicked around and stuff. And it was basically them taking the piss out of those sort of videos, making it look legit, but putting the robot through this absolute hell, like shooting it, banging it over the back of the head with a hockey stick, and eventually just the robot turning on them. Um, and they fooled so many people with it. Even though they clearly stamped it in the bottom. Instead of Boston Dynamics, they stamped it with Boss Town Dynamics. Um, but people in the internet don't look in the corners for watermarks or anything like that. Um, but seeing how they actually put those videos together, the amount of work that they put into something that's like two minutes long, is really interesting and <clears throat> really inspiring for that sort of like filmmaker... Side of me,
0: uh nice. <clears throat> I might check it out.
2: What are that corridor digital? Corridor digital, yeah.
0: Um, I think that the only news I got, which is what we were talking about pre pre shows, that I backed a couple games on Kickstarter. Uh, I backed the game that uh, Kieran has already backed, called Away. What is it called? Uh, Away, a
2: survival series. Yeah, it's <clears> the <throat>
0: one where yeah, uh, you play as sugar glider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How much I did you back? They had it on, was it the State of Play that they had that? Yeah. Uh, I backed 25 Canadian maple dollars, I think. So, yeah, 20 25 bucks. Just what do you get for that? Uh, just d- the game? Yeah, digital copy of the game, wallpapers, and you name in the credits. I wasn't here at the 41. and get the get the beta access and the soundtrack, but I was like, nah, nah. And the other game I backed was—it's uh, called The Hand of Glory. Um, it looks very much like Broken Sword. I think it if you bl- looks were, broken, yeah. If you want to back this game, don't. probably don't read the actual campaign page. Just, just pledge because it looks good. It looks real good. <laughs> and it looks cool. It looks promising. I, yeah, like it. I'm keen. I'm yeah. keen for it art style looks kind of keen if it doesn't if it is sort of looks like it's had a whack a bit um and the gif that they got there is like a guy yeah with whatever he's got a bit of scotch tape the art is style is stuck very to his the
1: art style is very flash game
0: esque it it reminds me of uh of the early broken swords which yeah, is yeah yeah I guess which is what I like so yeah uh that actually went, I think that ends soon a couple of days cool Mm. all right well if no one's got anything else to share we'll wrap it up there all right thank you all for listening if you want to check out all of our content go to www.well-played.com.au and you can read kieran's article about why he thinks playstation uh, the next playstation should be called the playstation and very soon you'll be able to read a juicy little porsche challenge article from myself So uh, thank you for listening and see you next time. See you later. Bye.
3: Gotcha.